Unless otherwise indicated, Ratchet Book Club is intended for a mature audience. Viewer discretion is greatly advised. Welcome to Ratchet Book Club, where we read hood classics and good classics. I'm Derek. 916-633-1537. Ratchet and Ratchet at gmail.com. Ratchet Book Club on Twitter. Single simulcast on Patreon. Let's get it. We're on chapter 12. Um, last time I checked, Annalise was playing a hero for somebody who didn't want to be saved. Um... Michaela's still messing up. She's on her way right now to the hospital to go see Tommy, who just got shot by Annalise, who could get arrested by the feds. The law, not the feds. Even though I call him Johnny Law. I was going to name my son Jonathan Law. But then I was like, I don't fucking like them, so I might not like him. And that will just be awkward. So, instead, we named him something else. That's not his name. It's not something else. That would be weird. Um, My cousin's name... His name is Justin Case. That's dope. But name your kid something else. That's just. I'd call CPS on you. If you told me what your child's name was and your child's name was something else, I would I would wanly smile at you while pocket dialing 911. I'd snitch. I would. I don't even I don't give a fuck about you. I care about the kid. The kid deserves to have an opportunity to have a real name. Y'all get on black folks for our names, but you name your kids Apple and something else and Space Ranger and shit. Also, thank you for listening. So anyways, yeah, fuck Gavin, fuck Dalo, fuck Michaela, fuck Tommy, get money. Um, Yeah, that pretty much sums up where we are right now. Chapter 12, Annalise. There when Michaela went, chasing after that no-good troublemaker that had been trying to ruin her life. Was it me, or was that girl trying to sabotage it as well? I could have sworn that she said she wanted her family back. How could she do that by running behind someone who just attacked her? It didn't matter to me if Tommy was in the hospital fighting for his life or not. It could have easily been Michaela who was in there instead of him. What if I hadn't shown up there in time? What then? Michaela was seriously tripping, but there wasn't a thing I could do or say to get her to see shit straight. She still had her blinders on, and if she didn't hurry up and take them off, she would be sorry. Maybe I didn't have much room to talk because I had been stupid behind Dale as well. That was okay, though. I was done dealing with him and his baby mama drama, and I was ready to move on with my life. Ugh! I gagged and coughed. Using my hands, I held my mouth as I ran to the bathroom and vomited again. After brushing my teeth and washing my face with a cold, wet rag, I sat on the closed toilet seat to catch my breath. For the life of me, I couldn't understand why my stomach had been so queasy lately. There was no way I could be pregnant because I had used the ring faithfully for the past three years, changing it every six to eight weeks. 
Shit, I said, thinking back to the last time I switched it out. I remember taking it out when I was drinking about a couple months ago, and I was going to replace with my new one. Thinking about it some more, I couldn't recall actually swapping it out. To make sure, I got up to look under the sink and got my sanitary bag out. Shit, 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 I gasped, looking at the brand new Nuva ring still packaged up. But damn, if I didn't put this in, then I should have started my period by now. Shit, 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 I fussed again. Worrying like crazy, I slipped on my shoes, snatched my purse, and ran over to the nearest urgent care only to confirm my suspicions. It was insane how that bitch karma was working her magic on every fucking body. I didn't know why I thought that she wouldn't get my ass too. This can't be, I cried on the drive home. Not by Daylo. No, no, hell no. Oh, by the way, Daylo also has another, another baby mama. She's pregnant right now. Um, yeah. I don't know where she popped up, but she just popped up and they interspersed her into the story. So now Dale is going to have three kids at the same fucking time, which is just little Wayne numbers of epic. This shit was like a nightmare that I couldn't wake myself up from. The only thing on my mind was an abortion. There was no way on God's green earth I was about to have this kid. So many things were running through my mind that I didn't know if I was coming or going. Honestly, I couldn't even remember the route I took to get back to the house once I pulled up in the driveway. Killing the engine, I got out and saw a set of lights approaching. Sticking my hand in my purse, I felt for my gun until I remembered that the cops took it for evidence. Clenching my keys, I ran to open the door when I heard a familiar voice. Lisey, please can we talk? Gavin called out as he chased behind me. The mood that I was in, he had better just keep it moving before I really hurt his feelings like he hurt mine. If he didn't, I was prepared to keep that bitch karma busy. When the hell is it going to take for you to leave me alone, Gavin? I hissed. I just came to see if you were alright. I caught a recap of the local late night news and saw that there was a shooting over here, he revealed. They said that a woman shot an intruder. Yes, that was me. And if you don't get the fuck away from here, you'll be next, Gavin. I'm not playing with you, I said, reaching to my handbag again to bluff like I had a gun. Taking heed, he backed up with his hands in the air. Lisey, what is going on with you? This ain't like you acting all hard and gangster and shit. What's wrong with you? You, Gavin. You're what's wrong with me. Now I'm not going to tell you again to get the fuck off my damn property. Go meet your baby mama. Oh yeah, I forgot. She ain't your baby mama no more, I yelled. That's cold, Lisey. Even for you, he said sadly. You want to see something colder? That cold still will burn a hot piece of lead in your fucking ass if you don't give me some damn space. I yelled and lunged at him, making him flinch and move towards his car a little more quickly. Like I said, that nigga's a punk. He a mark-ass nigga. I will give you some space, Lisey. I just wanted to make sure you were okay and see if you needed some legal counsel. I know we're not together right now, but I'll always have your back. Why the hell would I need a lawyer when it was clearly self-defense? That man came up on my property and tried to attack Michaela. That's why he got shot. Coming over here at five in the damn morning thinking you know what you're talking about. You don't know shit. I snapped and cut my eyes before opening my front door. Thanks and goodbye, Gavin. Not allowing myself to listen to another word to spew from his mouth, I slammed the door behind me and busted out crying. Not only was my marriage to my high school sweetheart and the love of my life ruined, but I was pregnant by my sister's baby daddy. A young nigga with no job, no ambition, no clue about what life is really about. Well, there weren't any hopes of child support from his ass.
what am I thinking? I can't have this baby after I wouldn't even give Gavin one. I don't even think I'm ready for that responsibility, I fussed to myself as I went and sat in the den. Balled up on the sofa, I listened as my cell chirped with a text alert. Examining the name on the screen right away, I saw it was Michaela's sister Tara calling. She always managed to reach out at a bad time, and this was one of the worst. Since she said that she was just checking on me, I went ahead and texted her back to let her know I was doing okay and I would call her soon. That was all she needed to know for the moment. If Michaela wanted to tell Tara her business, that was fine, but my business was mine and mine alone. I had to deal with it myself. Setting my phone beside me, I got the remote and turned on the television. Wow. The first thing that came on the screen was a Planned Parenthood commercial. They have Planned Parenthood commercials? I mean, I'm, I'm being deadly serious. I've literally never seen a Planned Parenthood commercial. And I've watched a ton of fuck shit that would, you would think, lead to thinking Planned Parenthood saying, this is a good show for us to sponsor. It's a really fucking good show for us to sponsor. BET Uncut. Jerry Springer. Judge Judy. Steve Wilkos. Maury Povich. Maury would be a perfect show. For uh, Planned Parenthood to sponsor. I never seen him. Ever. Okay. Maybe it's a Portland thing. Who knows. To top that shit off. There was one about adoption. Back to back. Like come on now. For real. I never. Well I've seen. You know what I've seen for adoption commercials. In the arms of the angels. (laughs) That's really about it. I don't see adoption commercials either. Although I did watch this movie called Instant Family and that shit had me boohooing and looking up phone numbers. Whew, glad that shit passed. I got too many kids to be having a foster child. I mean, when one of them finally gets the fuck out the house to go to college, and yeah, definitely. Those kids need me. I'm dope. Tears trickled down my cheek as they showed all the precious little babies without parents. It truly broke my heart. What am I going to do? I cried as I continued to whine and rub my belly. It was still early enough to get an abortion, but now for some reason, I was having second thoughts. The more bouncing babies danced in my head, the more the thought of being a mother became clearer. Picking up the cell, I wished that I had someone to call and share the news with. Definitely not Dayla or Gavin and telling Michaela was out the question, but I still wanted to reach out to her to see how she was doing. Not Tommy. Hey, Lisey, she whispered. They let me back here with them and he made it through the surgery. But he's still unconscious. They don't think he's going to make it through the day. So I'm going to stay with him until... What? Did they contact his family, Michaela? I mean, you ain't even a relative, I argued. You cannot be responsible for that man. I know, but I have to be here so he's not alone, she continued to whisper. The cops came by a little while ago. They have Tommy's phone and thankfully they did manage to get his mom on the line. She's supposed to be flying out here with his father and brother, I think. I'm just sitting here until they arrive. You need to leave. What? Why? Trust me. You do not want to be there when his family arrives knowing you the reason he's in the hospital, I said. Uh, first of all, I'm not leaving because he'll be all by himself. And second, I'm not the one who put him in this bed, Lisey. (laughs) Sighing heavily, I suddenly had a brain freeze. Since I couldn't come up with one single thing to say to that, I just had the first sensible reply that came to mind. Okay. I'm here if you need me, I replied. I'm not feeling well, so I'm just going to lie down and try and get some rest. 
Tensions were a little too high between me and Michaela right now. The last thing I wanted to do with her was argue over some little stalker nigga who deserved to be where he was. I was not going to apologize for my actions. I was justified when I shot Tommy's ass. He shouldn't have come here, I said after hanging up the phone. None of this would have happened if he hadn't come here. Men were so stupid, especially them young ones who only thought with the heads in their damn draws. It was almost daybreak and I hadn't even been to sleep yet. I was so tired and delirious that I thought I heard my bed calling out my name. Hopping in the shower and then changing into a comfortable nightie, I climbed under my comforter and did something I hadn't done in a long time. I prayed until I passed out. God picked up the phone and looked at it and was like, because, you know, God gotta have caller ID, right? You know, God, you, come on, nigga. God has caller ID. God looked at caller ID and was like, new phone, who this? Ugh. This nigga, like, for real? She better keep hollering at her friend. That's who she keep going to for prayers. I don't know where she calling me for. Waking up after 10 that morning, I checked my phone for messages from Michaela. Instead, I found three from Gavin. Ever since he found out as a kid was pregnant by Dalo, he had been on my heels. If he wasn't dropping by with no invite, he was calling and leaving me messages. Now that shit rubbed me the wrong way and I wasn't about to deal with him. Maybe one day I will forgive Gavin, but I can never be back with him. Only because the vision of him sleeping with my so-called sister would never leave my mind. That was something I would never get over. Just like I was sure that when he found out I was having Dalo's baby too, he wouldn't get over it. And that was cool with me. Damn cool. Yeah, right. By three chapters, she gonna be uh, with him because he's gonna be her lawyer. She ain't going to be with him with him, but he's going to be her lawyer. And can't, for the love of God, can we talk about they, they daddy? Is there ever going to be a resolution between these two? Ever? No? Also, Michaela got to really admit that she loved this dude. Like she's sitting with him, blaming her friend for shooting him when she was protecting her. And I bet you, I bet you. The reason why it's going to go to court is because Michaela's going to testify on Tommy's behalf against Annalise. Because that's the type of fucked up person Michaela is. Chapter 13. Gavin. It's punk ass. That's his full name. Mark ass buster. Maybe I was overstepping my boundaries when I went running over to the Annalise's house. What? Maybe I was, you know what, I'll just clean it, fuck it. Maybe I was overstepping my boundaries when I went running over to Annalise's house that early in the damn morning. All I was trying to do was go over there to see if she needed some help. And there she went, threatening to draw down on me like a stranger. That shit right there showed me how distant we had become and made me realize we may not ever get back together. We are never, never, never getting back together. Take a little time, I don't know the words, because the song was written by fucking Taylor Swift, I think. I'm never, ever, ever going to check that shit out. No matter how many times I apologized and regretted what I did, I had come to the realization that she may never forgive me. After leaving there with a major attitude because my wife threatened to pull a gun on me for checking on her, I continued to reach out to her. When she didn't answer my text, I went back home and passed out for a few hours only to wake up feeling anxious. Throwing on some clothes, I hopped in my car and tried Annalise again. It was now after 10 in the morning and still she wasn't answering my calls or text messages. What if something happened to her? What if the police had come back to arrest her for shooting that man? Self-defense was some tricky shit to prove sometimes. 
She never sleeps this late, I said to myself as I drove around until I ended up at State Line Liquor Store near Jansen Beach. Going inside, I couldn't make up my mind what I felt like drinking, so I ended up purchasing a fifth of Crown Royal and a fifth of Absolute Vodka. To make sure I didn't get sick, I stopped past Burger King and picked up a Whopper meal. I thought you said you didn't want to get sick. Because I've had a Whopper meal before, and let me tell you something. Here's the thing about Burger King and Carl's Jr. and any other place that says that they do flame-grilled burgers. If you go into a burger place where it's flame-grilled, you're going to smell fucking burgers. I cook. When I make my burgers on a griddle over a hot, steaming griddle with fire, or I cook them on my grill, you can smell them throughout the house. You go on the Burger King and all you smell is despair and maybe bubble guts. And cold ass fries that don't taste good when they're not hot. Stabbing it back to the house, I went in, ate half my food, and then started drinking. By the third shot, it was noon, and I was starting to feel the effects of the alcohol. This shit got me missing work, and I just started at that damn firm. I hissed and then laughed as I got my glass and went into the living room to turn on Amazon Music using the Echo Dot. Really? We just doing all the advertisements right now, right? Crown Royal, Absolute Vodka, Burger King, Whopper, Amazon Music, Echo Dot, Ratchet Book Club, Podchaser.com, Ratchet Book Club, leave a five-star review. Laying back on the sofa, I, you don't even have to leave a review for my show overall. Just leave a review for an episode. I do that shit all the time. Laying back on the sofa, I got my cell out and heard Nicki Minaj's new song come on. My mind immediately shifted to Zakia. It was her favorite joint, and every time it played, she popped, locked, and dropped it to the floor. The way she shook her ass always turned me on. As my dick began to rise, I clicked onto my social network app and went to Zakia's page. Right away, I saw that she hadn't taken down the pic she had posted of us. Scrolling through her albums, I saw some older pictures of Zakia. One in particular caught my attention. Without thinking twice, I hit the little heart icon. Doing the same to a few more photos was enough to make her call me. Nigga, you Facebook stalking her now? God dang it. Answering after the second ring, I let her speak first. I should have known it was going to be something slick after a way I put her and the kids out. Why you all up on Facebook liking my pictures, Gavin? Last I heard from you, you were throwing me and my kids out your damn house like you hated me, she huffed. I could never hate you, Zakia, I responded. I did that shit out of anger. Yeah. Okay, yeah, and you choked her out. You choked her the fuck out, dog. You can't be... We ain't got time for that shit. So, what'd you like my pics for? Please don't say for love. You know I had love for you, but I did that shit because I miss you and I feel bad about the way things went down. You guys cool? You got a place to stay? Yeah, we good, but I spent all my money moving. Come by and I'll give you some. I miss you anyhow, I said, hoping that she would get the hint that I wanted some pussy. If she wasn't coming to give me that, she could just stay where she was. You miss me? Yeah, of course I miss you, Gavin, but I'm still hurt by the way you did me. Let me make it up to you, Zakia. Come by, I enticed, hoping that she would bite. Since she had a place to stay, I wasn't worried about her begging to come back and live here. That made it safe to have her over, hit it, hopefully get some head, and then I would send her on her way. Okay, Gavin, but don't have me come over there for nothing. I might not even have gas or gas money to make it to get the kids later. 
come on. I got you, baby. I laughed and rubbed on my dick as it slowly rose, just thinking about the incredible oral that she gave. After agreeing, I hung up and poured another shot of crown and took it to the head. Now I was good and fucked up by the time Zakia made it over a half hour later. Damn, I gasped as I opened the door to see her stand there next to nothing. Big belly and all, she was wearing the hell out of that white dress. You fucked up like this in the middle of the day? She asked as she stepped inside and looked around. Shit, you dress like this in the middle of the day? I joked and down the rest of my drink. See, maybe it was a bad idea for me to come over here, Gavin. No, no. I stopped her from leaving. Stay. I miss you. Baby, won't you just stay for a little while? That's what he sound like right now. Forget about yesterday, cause I want you so bad. Damn, I wonder if they choke somebody out too. <laughs> Make love to me like you never have. Yeah, that song. Yeah, Jodeci. Um, drawing her near, I kissed her lips and to my surprise, she kissed me back. Her stomach was stopping me from grinding on her, but I sure was ready to spin her around and hit her from the back. Before I got the chance, Zakia was asking me to freshen up. I guess I was a little sweaty and I knew how much she hated sucking salty nuts, so I hurried up and took my ass into the master bedroom. Zakia followed me but stopped while I continued on into the bathroom. As I ran the water, I peeled out of my clothes. Don't you want to come in here with me, Zakia? I called out. I may need you to wash my back, baby. That shit is dangerous while I'm this big, she laughed, but I got you when you get out. Oh, hell yeah. I must have damn near broke my neck washing up so I can get back out there and beat her kitty up from the back. It only took about three or four minutes and I was out drying off. I hope you're ready for me, baby, because I really did miss you, Zakia. I said as I stepped out into an empty bedroom. Zakia? Listen, as the front door slammed, I immediately looked at my wallet on the dresser. Noticing that it was unfolded, I went over and saw the cash I had was gone. It was only a few hundred dollars, but damn. Well done, Zakia. I'm proud of you. I don't, I don't like you much, but in the rankings for this book, um, as far as niggas I hate, you're pretty low down. Um, the, the rankings are Michaela, Gavin, Michaela, Tommy, Gavin, Michaela, Tommy, Dalo. Zakia, Annalise, Joe. It's the rankings. <laughs> Hurrying to throw something on so I could run out after Zakia. I was way too late. Fuck. Going back inside, I went to the kitchen to pour another drink and saw the stash jar on the counter was open. That bitch even robbed me for the thousand I had in there. You go, girl. The ugly thing about it all was that I couldn't even call the cops because I was a dummy who invited her over. Either way, I spun the story in my head. I was coming out on the bottom. Damn. Fuck. That bitch is childish and scandalous. I shouted and paced the kitchen floor as my cell chirped. Rushing over to it, I saw it was a text from Zakia. I couldn't open that shit up fast enough. Zakia. Did you seriously think I would give you anything after what you tossed me and my kids out on the street, Gavin? You couldn't possibly have thought that shit. And if you did, think again, loser. That Bitch, not only did she steal my money, but she left me with a hard dick. And at that moment, that was much worse. 
soapbox moment. He really tried it. Like, men, not just men, abusers have a tendency to try and forget that they did anything to deserve retaliation. Like, an abuser will fuck you over and then be like, well, why do you hate me? Why are you doing me like this? And Gavin has done that to not only Zakia, but also Annalise. Which is why I'm glad every time he gets his comeuppance. Michaela doesn't get it enough. She deserves it too, though. That's the whole soapbox. That's it. Chapter 14, Zakia. What? Gavin really thought I was going to go over there and give him some of this pregnant pussy after the way he treated me and my kids? Oh, hell to the no. As soon as he turned his back, I was dipping in his wallet. I could hear his horny ass mumbling and humming while he was in the shower. He probably thought I was in here taking this dress off, but he had another thought coming. I snuck in the kitchen and checked to see where he had that stash jar still hidden in the cabinet. Sure enough, it was right there. I struck pay dirt. I didn't have time to count it all, but it was more than he had in his wallet, that was for sure. I grabbed the money and headed for the door, slamming that shit behind me. I wanted him to know that I left. At that point, Gavin could take his dick and shove it up his own ass for all that I cared. The nerve of him thinking I was going to give him some of this good kitty. Laughing all the way back home, I got inside and counted the money I jacked from Gavin. Didn't even feel bad about the shit either. Since Dela wasn't around much, he was barely giving me the spending money that I needed, and I knew it was behind another bitch. And no, it wasn't Annalise. The only reason I knew that shit was because I checked his text message on his cell the last time he was over here. Now, I didn't know who this Carmen chick was. Well, trust me, neither do we. Thank you. Like, nobody does. He kept that shit real secret, right? But best believe, I was determined to find out. I wasn't a private investigator or anything, but I knew how to find out what I wanted to know. I logged into my Facebook account and then went on Dalo's page. I knew just what to look for, too. Any bitch named Carmen who liked his pictures must be the bitch he was fucking with. After scrolling through about a dozen, I only found one hoe named Carmen who said she had recently loved all his pictures. Who the fuck is this bitch? I wondered out loud. Clicking on her name, I went straight to her page. Oh, she a Hispanic bitch. Fucking... Is that how you is that how you spell that for real? Punta. Is is that like P U N T A? Oh, okay. Fucking Punta, I cussed. Since I wasn't friends with her and her page was private, I couldn't see all her pics. But the ones I did see had my temper switched to high gear. No, that bitch is not pregnant. Quickly tapping the picture to check the date that it was posted, I hoped that it had been taken sometime last year or the year before. Shit. It was a recent picture, so that bitch was pregnant now. Today. Who the fuck this bitch pregnant for? Because heaven help us all if she's pregnant by Dalo, I said. As I scrolled through some more of this bitch Carmen's pictures, I spotted one that really made my blood boil. It was a picture of her flashing a ring on her ring finger. Dalo had better not gotten that bitch no ring, and he damn sure better not be planning on marrying this bitch. I was like, where this hoe come from? Where had Dalo been hiding her at? All this shit is fucked up and I'm the damn dummy having another damn baby by this cheating son of a bitch. Dalo was so fucking sneaky and I can't wait to bust his ass up, I huffed. Now, I was pissed the fuck off. That nigga had another kid on the way besides mine. How fucking embarrassing. The only way to find out what the hell was going on was to call Dalo up. There was no time like the present because I was already five and a half months along. That half for Carmel like she was in her sixth or seventh month, so that motherfucker had some explaining to do. Pulling out my phone, I dialed Dalo's number. 
he picked up on the third ring. What's happening? He answered, which wasn't the way he normally greeted me. We need to talk. Where are you? I asked. Don't be asking me no questions like that. We ain't together. I know we ain't together, but I'm still carrying your baby. Don't say that shit too loud. Shit, maybe I ain't saying it loud enough, I fumed. What's that supposed to mean, Dalo asked. You'll find out soon enough, I said and hung up on his trifling ass while thinking about getting him back for dip behind my back and getting the skeezer pregnant. Dalo has to be the daddy of the baby in her belly or else he wouldn't have been posing so proudly in them damn pictures. Scrolling back to my bedroom with revenge on my mind, I stood in front of the mirror and held my hand over my belly while I took a few selfies. Next, I placed my hand under my belly bump and took two more pictures. When I was done, I uploaded those pics that I took onto my Facebook account and tagged my baby daddy in all of them. Since my page was private, I made sure to make this post public because I wanted that bitch Carmen to see it. I posted six pics of me to show just how pregnant I am with the caption, Once again, me and my baby daddy, Dalo, are expecting. Baby three doing 14 weeks. I'm so happy all my kids have the same daddy. Then I went ahead and tagged him in the post like we were together. So Carmen would definitely see those pictures and have questions for our baby daddy. Shit, I hadn't posted any pictures of me being pregnant before because I thought that Gavin was my baby daddy. Now that I knew Dayla was a culprit and he had been slipping, it was time to bring everything to light. Only 15 minutes after I posted those pictures, my post had over 100 reactions and a ton of congratulatory messages. Five minutes later, my phone was ringing and sure enough, it was my baby daddy. I let the phone ring four times before I finally picked up. Hello? I answered, sounding unbothered. Zakia, why don't you tell me you're going to make an announcement on social media about the baby, he asked. What? Why do I have to tell you when I'm announcing my pregnancy on my social media page? It would have been nice to know that you were making an announcement. A lot of my family and friends didn't even know that you were pregnant again, he said. I bet they didn't. They didn't. Why not? Shit, what you mean? I just found out that baby was mine not that long ago, he said. Cut the bullshit, Dalo. Who the fuck is Carmen? I asked. What? You heard me. Who the fuck is Carmen and why didn't you tell me you got this bitch knocked up? I asked angrily. The fuck? How the fuck you find out about Carmen? You been snooping through my shit? He questioned, sounding upset, but I didn't give a damn. Does Carmen know about me and our kids? I asked. Yeah, she knows. Well, she knew about Daylinda and Deshaun. Now thanks to your ass, she know about this new kid too. So let me get this straight. That bitch Carmen, don't don't call her a bitch. I don't let her disrespect you, so you shouldn't call her out of her name. I don't know if she disrespects me or not. Fuck, I don't know her, but obviously the bitch knows about me. You over there running your mouth freely about me, but clamming the fuck up when it comes to you telling me about the bitch, I fussed. Why the hell didn't you tell me that somebody else beside me was having your baby? Because all of my business ain't your business, he said. If my kids have another sibling, that makes it my business. Does your family know about her? Shit, Zakia. Since you all in my damn shit, I've been fucking with Carmen on and off for a couple years. I had no fucking clue the girl's pregnant until a few weeks ago. After, I found out about you carrying my baby again. I don't give a damn how long you knew about her being pregnant, Dalo. I want to know if your whole family knew about your side, bitch. No one told me, I said. Hell yes, I was pissed the fuck off. I was friends with his cousins and on good terms with his mom. Why didn't they tell me that some other girl was having a kid by Dalo? Huh. 
Looks like I was the only one played for a fool, huh? I asked. No matter how pissed I was, I was hurt too. Everyone had done a good job keeping this shit from me. If I hadn't saw those text messages on his phone and done some investigating, I would have never found out. Ain't nobody played you. Shit, if anything, you played me. But that's neither here nor there. You done stirred up some shit. Stirred up some shit? By posting that we're expecting another baby? <laughs> Whatever, I scoffed. I had enough of Dalo, so I hung up on his fucking ass. I ain't had shit else to say to him. I really felt like that nigga been playing me this whole time. This whole fucking time. I just want to remind y'all young folks out there who are listening to the show. Hi, thanks. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. When you're with somebody and you meet their family, their family doesn't have your back. Nine times out of ten. Shit. 99 times out of 100. Shit. 999,000 times out of 1 million. They don't have your back. It is extremely rare when you find somebody who does have your back. And that's usually in a situation where the person who is having your back has been through some shit. And your significant other is putting you through that same shit. And they just ain't going to stand for it. Other than that, they're going to look you dead in your face and lie. Look you dead in your face and play spy for they, uh, for they, for they kid or whoever you dating. Be cautious. Don't get too close. Because you're going to break up and show up at that house that you, it's still all good and you invited to the cookout and they're going to be like, what you doing here? And that's when you find out that your ass is completely optional. Chapter 15, Daylo. Damn, I had just found out about Carmen being knocked up by me and Zaki had already found out within two fucking days. Hell, I hadn't even had the chance to tell Carmen that Zaki was having another kid by me too until I found out Zaki had announced her damn pregnancy on Facebook. My baby mama didn't even run it by me first. I had just talked to her ass. She could have at least mention that she was going to do that. But no, Zakia didn't say shit. So now I had to listen to Carmen go off about me having another child with Zakia when I told her that I was done with my baby mama a long time ago. The fact that I hadn't mentioned to Carmen that me and Zakia slept together the last time I was out of jail had her pissed. Even more so when she saw me tagging the post about Zakia and I having another baby. Carmen came stomping into the family room where I was playing the Xbox One that I left over there. I was surprised she still had it. Uh, can I talk to you for a moment? She asked and walked away. Why can't we talk here? I huffed, cutting off the game to follow her into her bedroom. Wondering why the hell Carmen wouldn't just talk to me in the other room, I watched as she marks angrily. But why? I hadn't done anything wrong, at least not that I knew of anyway. Why you bring me in here to talk, I asked. Because I need your full attention. I'm not about to compete with that damn game. You play that shit and you don't hear a word that I'm saying. Well, I hear you now, so what's up, baby? Is there something you want to tell me? She asked. She stood rigidly and stared at me with intensity in her eyes. Uh, no. Is there something you want to tell me? I mean, you called me in here. Are you sure there isn't something you should have told me but you didn't? Anything? Nah. What's this about? I asked, totally clueless. When was the last time you saw your other baby mama? She asked. She narrowed her eyes into a slit. About a month ago when I helped her and the kids find a new spot. A new spot? Yeah. The dude she was living with threw her and the kids out on the street. I couldn't have my kids out there homeless and shit, so I helped them find a new spot. 
Why? What's going on? I asked. You tell me. Getting on her cell, she scrolled and clicked a few times before I heard her chime on my phone. Check it out. Struggling to get myself in my pocket, I saw that Carmen had sent me a picture. I opened it up and my mouth dropped. Um, I, I can explain that. You can explain that? Well, why didn't you explain it before, she asked. Look, Carmen, I wasn't trying to keep shit from you. Oh, no? Because that's exactly what it looked like your ass was trying to do. Honestly, I wasn't. I actually just found out about the kid being mine. Zakia had told the other dude that he was a dad. That's why he threw her and the kids out. I just told you that shit. So you knew for at least a month that you were her baby's daddy and you didn't bother to tell me anything over the past few days we've been together? You said you wasn't even sleeping with her the last time we were together, Dalo. Well, you obviously lied about that too because if you weren't sleeping with her after you knocked me up, you couldn't be her baby daddy. Now could you, Dalo? Carmen countered. Babe. Uh-uh. Don't babe me, she said as she walked to the door. She pulled it back and looked at me. Get out. What? Why? I asked. You had two whole days to tell me that shit. Two whole days, Dalo. You broke your promise when you ran back to your baby mama and fucked her raw. I can't stand to look at your face right now. Just knowing that you were still sleeping with your baby mama fucked this all up. Who else have you been sleeping with? Never mind. Just leave. Carmen. Really? Get out, Dalo. And don't come back unless I invite you over, she demanded, leaving me no choice but to get to stepping. Knowing her, if I didn't leave fast enough, she'd be down with her crazy-ass brothers to help put me out. Then the guns would come out because I wasn't about to let them jump me. To avoid all the problems, I left in peace and drove around thinking about what to do. It wasn't like I wanted to be with Carmen or Zakia. My heart wasn't with either one, but it was with the kids and I planned on taking care of them. All of them. What the hell just happened, I said in a whisper. Was there ever going to be a moment of peace in my fucking life? What was I doing so wrong besides not strapping up while sexing all these women? The more I thought about it, the luckier I felt the kids were all I got out of the unprotected sex. I could have easily gotten an incurable disease. Nigga, you got kids. It's pretty incurable. That's a lifetime. And it's expensive. I know. I like my kids, but I meant to have them. I didn't cheat on nobody. And then they popped up. Ugh! I huffed, getting mad at myself for being so careless. This is it. No more kids for me. I ain't going up in another bitch raw until I'm married, and I ain't even thinking about no shit like that. Talking to myself as I hopped on the highway, I found myself going towards Annalise's house. She was the only mature chick that I had fucked with, and I still had a thing for her. Deciding to be nosy, I went ahead and dipped by there to see whose car was in her drive around. When I saw that her homegirl Michaela's car was gone, that gave me the green light to turn around the corner and come back to park on the street. Jogging up to the door, I knocked lightly. Not knowing what to expect, I stood back and waited for a few seconds. What now? Annalise asked, swinging the door open with tears in her eyes. I came by to check on you. You haven't been returning my calls or texts. I'm fine, she cried. You don't look fine, I replied as I walked towards her. It shocked me when Annalise turned around and walked into the house with the door wide open. Taking that as an invite, I trailed behind her and shut the door. What's going on with you, Lisey? I asked again as we went into the den. I don't know. Everything is so wrong, she sobbed, making me feel like shit. Assuming it was all behind me, I went over to try and comfort her. 
Sitting down on the sofa next to Annalise, I wrapped my arm around her and gently rubbed her back. Tell me what's going on, baby, I urged. Smacking my arm away, Annalise got up and ran to the nearby guest bathroom that was across from the kitchen. The house was so quiet that I could clearly hear her ass throwing up. My stomach turned and I was about to get nauseous, so I got up and went to the kitchen to open the back door. Inhaling some fresh air, I listened as the toilet flushed and the water ran. After a few minutes, Annalise came out of the bathroom looking tore up. You still here? Yeah, I'm not just going to leave you when you're crying and throwing up. Whatever's bothering you, you need to talk about it, Lisey. You can't just drown yourself in a damn bottle, I told her, making her frown up. Is that what you think, Dalo? You think I've been sitting here drinking like that? She shrieked, getting up in my face. Well, why else would you be throwing up like that? You got the flu or some shit? I asked curiously, making her really riled up. Nigga, did it ever occur to you that I might be throwing up like this because I'm fucking pregnant, Daylo? Nah, I never thought about that. But you ain't, though, is you? Yes, I'm pregnant, she shouted, making me ready to pass out like a little bitch. Now I see why they did that shit when they got overwhelmed. This shit couldn't be happening to me right now. How the hell I go from having two kids and one baby mama to having five kids and three baby mamas? This shit was getting crazier by the damn minute. You fucking right. What? I gasped, still trying to catch my fucking breath. Annalise had to be kidding right now. Calming down, I tried to convince myself that it might not be my kid. Seeing that she did have a husband meant that I wasn't the only possibility. Don't even stand there and try and pin this shit on anybody else, Dalo, because unfortunately you are the father. She hissed angrily as she continued to put me down. Just as I opened my mouth to come back over to check her ass, we heard a car pull up. Annalise ran over to the window to look out. It's Michaela. Please don't mention this to her, she pleaded. Your homegirl don't even know? I questioned as she tried to shove me to the door. No, and I'm not ready to tell her, Dalo. Now go. We'll talk about this later, Annalise said as Michaela entered with a frown. The fuck are you doing here, clown? I can't believe you let this loser in your house again, Lisey. She yelled out like she was a bad bitch. Okay, wait. You're in somebody else's house. In another state. Not another city. Not another street. Another state. Because you cheated on your husband with another dude. And then he found out and put your ass out. So you're up in another state talking to somebody who is actually pretty much legally separated from her husband. And just happens to be fucking with somebody. And you get mad at her about fucking with him. While you got a nigga who's been stalking you nationwide. Who got shot by your best friend. Who you got mad at because she shot him. And you got the nerve to yell at this dude because he's in her house? That that you're guesting in? Nigga, I'd throw you out like jazz on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. If it wasn't for Annalise making me promise to keep this secret, I would have let her friend have it. Instead, I just let her cuss me out as I left out the door and went to my car. Keying the ignition, I sat there and pounded on the steering wheel. Fuck what that bitch Michaela was barking. I had three fucking kids on the way. Three! Oh, I could take care of them all. My biggest problem was going to be all the baby mama drama. Sure, Carmen was going to flip out, but Zakia, she was going to wreak havoc as soon as she found out. The very fucking second she does. Can't wait! Like, yo, this shit is getting out of control. Fuck Dalo, fuck everybody. This shit's crazy. I can't wait to see what happens in the next chapter. 
916-633-1537, wretchedandwretched at gmail.com, uh, Ratchet Book Club on Twitter, leave a review on Podchaser, uh, just go ahead and type in Ratchet Book Club. Uh, thank you to everybody who's been checking us out, I really do appreciate it. My homeboy Dustin from the Sandman Story Presents podcast taught me this one. Shout out to whoever's out there in Germany listening to our show. Well, listening to my show, listening to my shit, I appreciate that. That's big. I mean, we also got folks out there in Canada, too. Shout out. Hey, I know that ain't how you say it. I'm sorry. That's how y'all say that, though. I got you. Uh, holla at me. Again, wretched and ratchet at gmail.com, uh, 916-633-1537. Um, ratchet Book Club on Twitter. Y'all be good. I'm going to holler at you later. Peace. Outro to Ratchet Book Club is by that kid Garan and it's called Goodbyes. You can email him at tkgbeats94 at gmail.com for more information on how to lease this beat. This is Single Simulcast. <laughs>